Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Friday. Hey, Claude, I just watched your Instagram story, so I know the answer to this question, but how are you doing? Jackie, I appreciate the question. I really do. You've always been so supportive, but... (laughs) I'm so unwell. You guys, I legit got home one minute ago. Like, I just got home, and the next thing I know, my alarm is going off. I've gotten home, like, super late in my life, but I've never gotten home and to the, to the point where the, the newspaper is still sitting outside your building, and they haven't picked it up yet. Like, that's how late I got home. Then there was a huge bundle of newspapers, and I wanted to be helpful, so, like, I brought it in. And I was literally home with the newspaper. What time did they deliver the paper, you think? Really early, like five or six, probably. Yeah, that's when I got home. And, like, for no good reason at all. Like, Claudia, what did you do? Nothing. Like, I just well, sat. Well, we do want to know what you did. But I think it's also because, like, knowing that you were doing at-home recording, like, you could stay up till the break of dawn. It gave me this, like, this freedom. Joie de vivre. Joie de vivre. <gasps> Yes, it gave me a joie de vivre. You're right. Like, that's why I was able to let go. Yeah, just let go and let God. And I'm glad that you had a great night. Tell us about it so we can live vicariously through you. Some of us are on like day five of, you know, um, isolating (laughs) quarantine and have had very polar opposite evenings. No, I mean, it's really the thing about my evening was that it's so achievable. You know, there was really nothing. I didn't like do anything fabulous. I sat in someone's apartment. We're living in COVID. I was with three of my friends. But, you know, we haven't seen each other in a while. We were catching up, listening to show tunes, drinking. And next thing I know, I look at my phone, it says four. I'm like, what? But also, do you want to die? <laughs> so Ben was home. And I was having a hard time. I was at my friend's apartment. They have a Sonos. I'm trying to connect my stupid fucking phone to the Sonos. And my Spotify is like being all weird. And it ends up not working. Whatever. Ben sends me a text message. And he's like, what the fuck did you just do? Literally, I was dead asleep. And the Spotify in, in no. my bedroom went on because I, I was like futzing with the with Spotify. And he was like, it scared the shit out of me. Like I was fast asleep. Spotify comes blasting out of the TV. He was so mad at me understandably like I I was wrong and it was I was like that's like the level of fucked up I was like I had no idea what was going on around me well that's like really crazy and that would really piss me off too but yeah also Sonos like let's just take a moment to <gasps> yes! Rag on Sonos yes because Sonos is like the only game in town apparently just to play music from your phone to a speaker it really shouldn't be that hard like we're living in the future um and it's garbage no you literally woke up this morning and you could speak any language, anyone, and you decide to speak facts. 
Yeah. Did no, you like, lie? The, no. No. The fact that Sonos is like the only game in town and people are going to message you and be like, no, but there's both. No, and like my like, house has no. a great so Everyone thinks their every, house is Sonos is like the best. Every where you go like it's if you want to play music from your phone like it's sonos and it sucks sucks i've never met a sonos that didn't have some problem like whether it's yeah. a connectivity issue it's all these fucking issues you're so right you, you literally have to be elon musk to set it up i remember that <laughs> <laughs> so i am in like so thanks sonos i am in rare form today and well, it's not that rare yeah. because it happens all the time, but I'm in rare form and like I'm the second this podcast is over, like I'm a dead woman, like dead. But I got up for that. Like I should be asleep right now. This is a crime against humanity. Yeah, no, it is so crazy that you got up. I mean, we had to do a show today, so you really didn't have a choice. I don't know what I actually know. I would have been fine if you just never called me back. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I'm like, what if I just didn't, you know, show up? At a certain point, I would just have thrown in the towel. <laughs> like, I really wouldn't have tried that hard. Wait, you guys want to hear something stunning? Hmm. Well, you might not hear it, but the people on my mic will. Okay. Oh. A Is nice... that stunning? You do that every morning. It's a LaCroix. At the studio. Lemon. Yeah, but I never do it on the show. No, it I is... know, but I've heard the sound. It's and a... I find it irritating. Lemon. Oh. Wow. Okay. You find it irritating? Yeah. So like, I don't know. I'm just like not asmr at all. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. The sounds of LaCroix, lemon, naturally essence, sparkling water. Beautiful. You should chug that. Okay. Give me one second. Talk. Oh God. And then you're going to have so many burps. Great. Well, we have a good enough show for oh my you God. today. You're right. I have to stop. Oh my God. They're already coming. Oh my God. Oh, God, don't you dare. Right I did. I burped away from the mic. I burped away from the mic. Right before we started recording, I was like, three, two, bitch burps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, also, three. I'm sitting at my dining room table, which, you know, in the past year has become like everyone's office. And I guess Ben was working here last night and he has like a little piece of paper with notes from what his meeting. Yeah, it has it has uh, little notes from his meeting. <laughs> and it says... He's so cute. Like, I love him. Presentation notes. Communicate passion. Those are four words that literally aren't English. Like, (laughs) wait, like, I'm seriously, maybe I'm just drunk still, but like, that don't make sense. Like, okay, no, no, no. So he, he either took notes for, from a presentation or for a presentation. And then I guess like the highlight and the only thing that he needed to note was that he needs to communicate passion. The thing, by the way, and we have a lot of passions and we are very um, encouraging for people to follow their passions. And I feel like maybe Ben has been listening to the toast. I agree. Or maybe you could show him how to communicate his passion or he could just listen to an episode of the Redheads. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Because that's all about communicating your passions. And speaking of which, we have a new episode dropping next in a week on Thursday. What's um, the book? The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. It is like the book of the moment, historical fiction, depression era. And Christine, Kristen Hanna is just like the author of the moment. So everyone check it out. I think it's going to be a really great read. I was just really feeling like her name was Christine Hanna. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. <laughs> just... Just one E missing. No, you're so right. It could have been. 
anything could happen. Um, thank God there was no television on last night, so we don't have a TV recap, but we are going to recap our Toast Movie of the Week, which was Coming to America, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed So yesterday I was watching Victoria still, and then I switched to Coming to America, and then I went back to Victoria. So it was like a very royal day for me. <gasps> um, and there were so many similarities, honestly, between the two. Like, I'm not even shitting you. By the way, I read somewhere... And by read somewhere, I mean I saw it in the Facebook group, um, that the stars, Victoria and the man, are actually dating in real life. Do you know that? I know. And even more interesting than that is that the star, whose name is Jenna Coleman, um, was like once linked to Prince Harry. (gasps) And Prince Harry was like very sweet on her, but she chose the castmate who plays Prince Albert instead of him. And her last long-term boyfriend was Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. So this is a woman. Oh, he is hot. He's a hot This is a man. woman of taste. Oh, we live for... She's also a woman with choices, like... No, so with many. choices, like, she could have... Like, she could be with anyone, it seems. And I like, I like her choice. Also, it would be crazy if, like, she played a queen on a TV show and then became, like, a princess if she stayed with Harry. But I also feel That's like maybe... That's art imitating Vic- life. I know, but I also feel like maybe playing Victoria, like, made her realize how treacherous it is to be a royal. Like, Oh, no that's shit. possible. You know? Um, by the way, is it a story or did you see um, Prince Harry doing like a James Corden bullshit? Yeah, don't worry. I have that for you. Okay, because I have things to say. I, I knew that you would and I figured today would be the day that we would want to hear about it. I'm embarrassed for him. I know, but I'm also like happy for him because I feel like this, like things That's like what he this wanted. Are- Things like this are why they mexited. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And it's worth mentioning, I didn't even watch the video, but... Of course not, me neither. I only needed to see the thumbnail. I saw, photo- I saw still images. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm going to bump that up to story number one, and we're going to get into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Wow. Okay, honestly, I don't feel... Like, I am in any sort of shape to be reading these sponsors. Like, seriously, I think you need to go into your email and read them. Do you mind? Uh, oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Wow. Um, like, I really, I wanted okay. to do it. Like, I have them pulled up. I, but Yeah, no, I know that you the did. The words I know that are you just, to do it. they're just blurring in front of me. And we, we yeah. owe Curtsy more than that. We really do. Oh, we really do. So today's episode is brought to you by Curtsy. I love Curtsy because when you're shopping and you're a real woman like Claudia and I, it's easy we to find your size. We are real women. Like, we're <laughs> so real. Yeah, no, Curtsy has the coolest pieces and I've been going on there so much to find like cool pieces for spring. After sitting in the same sweatpants all year, we've decided to freshen up our wardrobes and have been shopping and selling on Curtsy. We love it because they have sickening pieces at thrift store they prices really delivered to you. So I actually was on Curtsy and I was like, you know me, looking for like a designer fanny for pack. an investment. And a new investment, of course. Um, I was just on the stock market. Of and they had such cool items. You guys have to check out Curtsy. I think you would absolutely love it. And as much as I love investing, I also love selling my investments. And Curtsy is a wonderful place for that, too. So Curtsy is just the perfect marketplace for fashionistas like us. The app has all of our favorite brands, like Urban Outfitters, Princess Polly, Polly Free People, Levi's, like all of these different brands at great prices, up to 70% off. Selling clothes can be such a pain in the arse which is my which is why my closet is always overflowing yeah but curtsy has actually made the selling process so easy literally anyone can do it 
And sometimes it's hard to know how to price your items, but Curtsy suggests a price, which is so helpful. If you don't have a printer, they'll mail you a shipping label for free, which I also love because I never know how to use my printer. And the coolest (laughs) part is when you get... (laughs) is when you get to instantly cash out to your debit card. So Claude and I have shopped on Curtsy. We absolutely love it. We highly recommend it. It is like, especially as we're really getting into like spring cleaning right now. So you need to be shopping and you need to be selling and you need to be downloading Curtsy. If you want a sustainable way to get Brandy, Urban, Champion, and Lulu delivered directly to your door, download Curtsy today and enter promo code TOAST for 15% off your first order. Search for Curtsy in the app store spelled C U R. T-S-Y, and enter promo code TOAST for 15% off your first order. Download the Curtsy app and enter promo code TOAST. Well, you know what? Curtsy is the perfect segue into our sad royal news of the day. Before the SRN, I have to tell you something. Oh, what? Jackie, I have a confession. Oh, goodness gracious. Whatever could it be? I don't think I'm a fashionista. I know. I know what you are. I'm a Maxinista. I see right right through you. (laughs) I'm a Maxinista, and I'm proud. You are a Maxinista, and honestly, but Curtsy, like, also caters towards Maxinistas, like, and that's why I love it. That's good, because I just wanted to make sure I was being seen as a Maxinista. Yeah, no, I'm sorry that I put you in the Fashionista category. When I'm so clearly a Maxinista. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I I feel like what you are. You know, I hope at least TJ Maxx won some sort of award for that campaign because it was brilliant. You know, like that ad campaign lives in your mind rent free. And by the way, I don't think I'm unique in that. I think people, <laughs> I think people our age use the word Max and Isha like more than you would think. Like, I think it's a part of their everyday vernacular. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely, I could see that. But you're not a Maxinista. No, unfortunately not. You're a fashionista for sure. Thank you. Or as Cameron Westcott would say, a fashionista. Do you ever notice how she says fashionista? She does say things weirdly. (laughs) Yeah, well, she has an accent. Does she? But I think it's, yeah, she's Texan. I guess, But also, like, Montecito. Yeah, she's from California. Okay, speaking of Montecitans and curtsy, Prince Harry vows he will never walk away from the royal family despite stepping back from the role. Prince Harry is speaking out about his decision to leave his royal life in Britain behind. A candid Harry laid bare some of the reasons he and wife Meghan Markle made the move to California during an appearance on The Late Late Show with James Corden on Thursday night. Airing just days after it was announced that the couple would not officially return as working royals, the prince made it clear that he will never walk away from his family or waver in his dedication to helping others. Quote, it was never walking away. It was stepping back rather than stepping down. It was really a difficult environment, as I think a lot of people saw. We all know what the British press can be like. It was destroying my mental health. This is so, this is toxic. So I did what any husband and what any father would do, which is I need to get my family out of here. But we never walked away. Okay, like, I don't really care um, about like the Megxit stuff, like I'm, full, I'm with yeah, them. Like I'm him with them. The same thing over again. Yeah, you got me. I know it's toxic. I'm here for you. I support your decision. I just like can't get past like Prince Harry being on James Corden. And don't get me wrong, like I'm a big James Corden fan, but something about this is so losery and like tacky. I can't explain it. I don't know why it's bothering me. Yeah. No. I mean, it's. 
but this is what they wanted. Like this is right. just like celeb stuff to do. To like celeb be on a double decker and to FaceTime do. your wife. Like it's very, you know, Kelly Ripa. Yes. 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 And you know, like if I were a royal, like I think I would want to stay. I would want to be a royal, but some people just want to be like Kelly Ripa and and no, and and I I understand it. I can't stress enough. You know, I'm on their side to the best for your family, for your mental health. But something uh, something about their rollout so so far has been really um, elegant. You know, they're only doing you know Spotify partnership, Netflix. Like they're so premium. And and I don't mean this in any bad way. Like, I love James Corden. But something about, like, hearing about the royal news on a YouTube video from James Corden, like, that's where I watch, like, carpool karaoke. It's just, like, it's too much. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And also, I feel like if their first uh, press engagement was this Oprah interview coming out in March, like, that would, whatever they say there, I'm sure, like, they'll kind of segue into opening the door for like more of them being celebrities Mm -hmm. and then it would feel just like a natural progression of things but for the first time we're seeing him to be on James Corden and like not Oprah not in like a very serious capacity I I think it's weird I think they kind of um they should have like just flipped that order of things because I think once Oprah happens like they are going to tell their story and I think a lot of people are going to understand where they're coming from and you know make peace with the fact that they are just celebrities now and then we're going to start seeing them everywhere yeah and by the way I think that we haven't seen them in that way yet because we're still in a pandemic and I think if we weren't yes. if we weren't like they would just be regular A-list celebrities hanging out with you know Beyonce and the Obamas like yes no I think if we weren't in a pandemic they would have already been at the Met Gala they would have been yeah. at the Oscars like they would have been everywhere like we would be one year into the rollout but we're still right. at like day zero sort of yeah so I agree. Like, I think when when I heard they were doing an interview, it was with Oprah. Like, it tracked for everything they've been doing, which is, like, super refined, not a lot of press, very elegant, you know, choosing specifically, being very strategic about and, – and I'm surprised that he spoke out before that interview because it just felt weird. Yeah, I, I agree. I, something, went, something went wrong there. Someone's getting fired. Yeah. But um, other than that, once again, like, happy they're doing what's best for their family. Of course. And their growing family at that. Yes, of course, of course. People think, you know, Meghan Markle was, like, sending a message. She's having a girl because she wore a pink ring. Like, where do these people have the time she to She also come wore up? a blue dress. I can't. I can't. I can't. No, I truly can't. No, you can't? I can't. <laughs> okay, next story. A little more celeb behind the scenes. Billie Eilish has a new documentary where she reveals a secret boyfriend and past self-harm. Oh, she's forget a boyfriend? Yes, she has a boyfriend. That's So she has a new documentary on Apple TV Plus called Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry. Um, she talks about being obsessed with Justin Bieber and crying <laughs> into her pillow because she was like so obsessed with him. She also talks about meeting him at Coachella. She talks about her connection with her fans and other big things in her life. So I think that will be actually very interesting. Yeah, I don't have Apple TV, and I don't see myself getting the... So how are you going to watch WandaVision? That's on Disney Plus. Oh. But I don't... I mean... I probably... Like, I won't watch this because, like, I don't have the, the streaming platform, 
and I'm not going to get the streaming platform just to stream this documentary. But love Billy. Live your life, girl. Make your coin. But I um, unfortunately will not be participating. Yeah, I feel that as well. Like, uh, but I think that for those who do watch and like for her fans, like I think it will probably wind up being an amazing documentary. She's extremely fascinating. I just my plate run it over, and now I am like so in a historical era. Like I think will be months before I come out of it. Oh, you and are now- ne- never watching Billie Eilish. No. And now it's like I'm watching these shows and I'm like, wait, but now I want to read a book about Queen Victoria. Right. And there's so many other monarchs. Like I could I could be here for a very long time. So I think that's wonderful. We have nothing but time. We have nothing but time. Also, um, in the documentary, she reveals a relationship with Brandon Q. Adams, which ended in 2019. So I guess now she's single. But at one point. Wait, so she is dating Brandon Quincy Adams. (laughs) Yes, she is. Cute, cute. Oh, she froze. Can you see me? Now I can see you. Um, now this might be a hot take. You know what? I'm not in the mood yeah. to start fights with people. Like, I'm already getting so much shit for my hot takes on adults who go to Disney. And I'm just oh not... Oh, my God. I, I saw... Oh, um, they fucking what's came... What's going on? They came for me. What did they say to you? They ch- A lot of them? Like, really? They said, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> respectable. You know, honestly, it wasn't anything too bad. Nothing I couldn't handle. But they just, they didn't like what I had to say. And, you know, we live in a world where, well, sorry, we live in a country where you can really say whatever you want. And I feel like I'm really, uh, like, pushing the limit on that um, freedom. And it might soon be taken away from me. Yeah, I feel like they're just scratching the surface. Oh, of course. And I stand by what I said about adults who go to Disney. It's fucking weird. (laughs) Okay, well, our next story is some really, really exciting news. Is Um, it the really, really exciting news that's brought to you by Bruce? Oh, yes, but you know what? You don't have to worry about the segues today. And also because, like, I'm doing the stories, like, I could just, like, well, I didn't want myself. you. I didn't want you to forget because, like, no, I wasn't. I was actually just like going to. I was working on my segue. Exciting news for me. Exciting news. Actually, my segue was gonna be shit. No, that's fine. fine. I'll, I'll just sit here quietly. Okay. Well, you know what? It is a very exciting story brought to you by a very exciting brand, Bruce. Bruce, as you guys know, is our one true tooth Bruce. Uh, oh. absolutely. Our one. Uh, honestly, it's our one true Louvre. <laughs> It really is. Um, Bruce is the toothbrush that you need in your life. Claudia and I have been using ours for a while now, and I can see the difference in my teeth. And 100%. so can my dentist. Yep. My teeth feel squeaky clean, like that feeling you get when you just had your braces off, or for me, like when I just went to the dentist and like my teeth are like, you know, my shiny teeth and, and me. me. Oh, Jackie. Yes. I've got beef between my teeth. It would be lost without my brush. Yes. Yes. Love that jingle. Like, it's literally so true. When I have beef between my teeth, like, Bruce is like, this is nothing. We got you, girl. So you guys want to get on the Bruce train. It has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. It has a four-week battery life, which is so impressive. So when you take it on a trip, you don't also need to bring the whole charging station unless you're going somewhere for more than four weeks. It has a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. There's a subscription program, so you never forget to change your brush head. Bruce ships you new replacement heads every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn-down brush head. The sleek design is super modern. 
modern, aesthetically pleasing, comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and, and plini colors. They, they left that out of the copy, but they're, they're trend-driven seasonal colors and plini colors, and they look great on your bathroom counter. If you watch my home tour, you saw my Bruges. Like, my Bruges is just such a big part of my life now, and I just want to thank Bruges for coming into my life. My shiny so, Bruges and me. <laughs> Yeah. So if you want to be as enamored with your Bruges as we are, get 15% off your Bruges toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code TOAST at Bruges.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? I don't know if I am, honestly. If if I'm being honest, which I like to be honest with our audience. I don't know. I think you're about to be because we're going from Bruges... To Bruno Mars, who's announcing a new single and an album on the way. You guys, this is so exciting. Like, you know how much I love Bruno Mars. I named my fucking dog after him. And now he is back. After an almost two-year hiatus, the 35-year-old singer announced that he is releasing a new song and album. On his Instagram on Thursday, he shared that he teamed up with Anderson Pack for a new band called Silk Sonic. He said, we locked in and made an album. The band's called Silk Sonic. First song drops next Friday, March 5th, with special guest host Bootsy Collins. Um, It's so interesting how Bruno Mars is like really always wanting to be a part of an ensemble. Yeah, I mean, he's just like a man who respects like other talented musicians. And we absolutely love to see that. Yeah, I mean, Bruno Mars could literally release a track that's like a sound, like an, a recording of his farts, and I would think it was brilliant. Like whatever yeah, but he puts it would up, would be brilliant. It right. would be brilliant. It's not just like us blindly standing. Like it would no. be redefining music. I feel like if we were to look at this, you know, these last 10, 15 years at a glance, I think Bruno Mars is probably the most influential, talented music artist of our generation. Like I think he's up there with like the Adeles and the Beyonces. Yeah, no, but I also think in so many ways, like Bruno Mars, you could not find one person who does not like Bruno Mars's music. Not one. Right, of different generations. Of everyone walking the earth. I really don't, I really think so. I'm sure someone's going to comment. Well, I don't like it. I met Bruno Mars once and he was really red. Yeah, no, his music is so amazing. I'm so happy that he's coming back. That's exactly what we need right now to carry us into like the final phase of quarantine yeah. and to get us excited for a summer to remember. Oh, yeah. Like if I'm not out at a club this summer banging my head against a wall to the beat of Bruno Mars and his new band, then I don't want it. No, I don't want it. Send it back. Send it back. Return to sender. And as much as I'm so excited about this new music, let me tell you who's more excited. Bruno Sweets. Oh, he oh my God. Is, I haven't seen that wa- little man. He's been walking, he's been walking around the, the apartment like, hey, mom, pop, pop, bitch, showtime. 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 I'm like, showtime. Bruce, you're so sweet. Oh, my God. Bruno Sweets is so sweet. And he's so sweet. I haven't like, seen it's him. too much sweet. No, I know. He misses you so much. He misses everyone. Like, he always is, like, grabbing my phone and calling Knowles. And I'm like, listen, she's not going to pick up. Like, she doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah, no, she's, like, kind of a bitch. No, it's, it's like, so hurtful. We just, like, sit in bed, like, getting our calls declined from snitching nulls. Okay, well, like, I'm literally having, like, so many problems over here. Like, okay, so you want to keep it moving? No, I just want to talk about my problems. Like, I oh, can't oh, stop okay. burping. And, I, by the way, this happened last time we were um, on the toast and I was hungover. Like, my nose when I'm hungover gets so, like, I get a cold. I sound nasally as fuck right now. Yeah. Hmm. Um... But those are just some of my problems, not to, you know, make it about me. 
Yeah, no. I mean, I guess some of my problems right now are like, I get really sweaty when we do the podcast from home. Uh, because we have to turn our air conditioning off because the sound no, fucks up. I don't, I don't even turn my air conditioning on because my apartment is just like naturally cold. If anything, I turn my heat on. But I always start with like a sweater. I take the sweater off and, and I'm like still sweating. So yeah. that's what's new with me. Where do you get sweaty? I get sweaty behind my knees when we podcast always. Oh, no. It's it's my arm. It's the armpits for me. <laughs> That's so vintage. Yeah. It's like so typical. Okay. This next story. That's what I I meant. Not um, vintage. Like basic. Yeah. It's like OG. Typical. That was the perfect word. That was exactly what I was thinking. Great. Great. Should I head to thesaurus.com for more? more (laughs) Sure. I've got all day. Are you ready for our next story? I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. Yes. Twitter has launched Superfollow. Do you hear about this? Yeah. Like, Twitter seriously Which is borrowing has to stop. Only fan, borrowing OnlyFans' strategy to charge for tweets. Twitter is preparing to launch paid tweets with a new super follow system, which will work a little like Patreon or OnlyFans. Announced during the company's investor presentation, super follow will offer a new way for those with followings on Twitter to monetize that audience with everything from exclusive content to special badging. Yeah, here's the thing. And this might be a hot take. If you have, like, a lot of followers on Twitter, I just feel like, I just feel like you're the worst. You're the worst. Yeah, like, no, I agree. You're, like, the more followers you have on Twitter, the worse you are. And the more scared I am of you. It's like, how many people's necks did you fucking step on to get those followers? Like, I just think it's crazy. And I think Twitter is the most evil platform. And can you imagine Pay like I don't even want to see your tweets for free, let yeah, alone you paying. I work you so hard. You couldn't pay me to look at them. Yeah, you could right exactly. So anyone who thinks any creator, whether whatever space you're in, if you think this is something you might be interested in, just know I hate you. <laughs> yeah, no. Like here's the thing: I don't think anyone who's like looking to monetize their audience is gonna like now move to Twitter and like try and build it there. But I do think people with existing big audiences on Twitter will try and do this I don't know how successful it's going to be but I don't think like you know the the people of OnlyFans or Patreon like I I have no plans in moving our business over no 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 one's going to move their business (laughs) so the people who would do this are people on Twitter with big followings and either that's celebrities celebrities are not going to charge people for content they make way more money doing other things and it's it's honestly like a losery thing to do so celebrities aren't doing it but the people on social on Twitter with big platforms are like reporters no one wants to fucking pay there's a million free news sources who the fuck would pay to see someone's some special reporters special tweets like who cares <laughs> no or if they're really like even that interested they'll subscribe to the newspaper like, yeah, of course no like yeah. twitter has become this this stagnant platform that really will never evolve but will also never go away it's like a weird part of the social media ecosystem that Mm -hmm. like has literally no future but it will be here in the future it's like a necessary it just existed in this weird way and it's become the worst fucking platform of all time and honestly i hope it fails yeah, no, so do I. I think if they had launched this a few years ago, which they wouldn't have because they stole the idea from, like, OnlyFans, um, but if they had launched it, like, before all these other platforms, if they thought of it themselves, then it might have been successful. But, you know, it's like Reels. You know, and they're We're also good. now doing... We're good Twitter, on Reels. Twitter Voices, which is a ripoff of Clubhouse. Oh. 
By the way, do you find that like your phone gets yes. so dead? And it's not even like yesterday we didn't even chat on Clubhouse. So it's just like Clubhouse running the in the notifications background of my phone. are insane. OK, the notifications. I need to like unfollow most people because like unless it's you launch in a chat room, like I, I genuinely don't care. Actually, no, there's a few people who like when they join, I do want to hear what they have to say, like that they're like really smart people. Yeah, but for the most part, it's like all these fucking like random ass people I followed um, when I first signed up. And now it's like every time they're in a room, my phone is like lighting the fuck up. It's so like it's draining my battery and my mental like strength yeah but I also just think even if you turned off notifications like you well first of all you should be able to just have notifications on for like some people that you follow that way you don't only follow like four people but even if you turn off notifications I think the app just like being on your phone uses so much battery and that's just like something they're gonna have to work on can we take a moment to appreciate how I feel like I said something like really really smart and I'm like so like I'm so brain dead right now but I feel like my point about Twitter like being stagnant but like never evolving but always existing I feel like I'm literally a professor yeah no you're you're completely on point like Twitter won't go anywhere because it's like the place for like breaking news and sports Mm -hmm. um but it also is not going to become anything more than that like anytime soon and but also it is a big it's a part of like the big of like big tech it's like Facebook Google it's one of the big companies but it's literally like the biggest loser out of all of them yeah I agree I'm so, so um, if you plan on monetizing your tweets, good luck. No, seriously, like, Godspeed, um, but you're also a loser. No, but also, like, why not OnlyFans or Patreon? I think those are two amazing platforms. Right, and, like, expand, girlfriend. Like, go, fly. Yeah. Um, okay, this next fifth and final story, I just, like, didn't really, like, know what to pick. And so <laughs> I thought this was an interesting Honestly, story. Honestly, little... at least you're honest. It's a little ad news. Oh, God. The first commercial showing lactating breasts will air during the Golden Globes. This advertisement is a small step for one brand and a big step for women everywhere. Parenthood brand Freedom Mom is set to air what is believed the first commercial ever to show lactating breasts on television. It will run during the 2021 Golden Globe Awards on NBC this Sunday. Oh, I also just wanted to talk about the fact that the Golden Globes are on Sunday and we need to decide, like, are we watching them? Okay, honestly, the fact that there is a commercial with breasts during the Golden Globes is, like, great. Um, It's great synergy. Yeah, I hope that the commercial, like, references that, but I don't Right, like, her taking out her Golden Globes. Yeah, be like, you're watching the Golden Globes? By the way, I don't know if you remember this, but, like, back in the day, like, my first, like, brush with controversy. uh, Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Like, I think we all know, like, I used to have, like, a really problematic Twitter, and, like, when I was, like, 16, I tweeted something that, like, I was in the doctor's office, and there was a woman um, breastfeeding, and, like, you know me, I'm, like, 16, I'm, like, boobies, (laughs) like, I couldn't believe it, and I wrote this tweet that was, like, like, breastfeeding in public should be a crime. Oh, God. And it, it got, like, put in some, like, Reddit mom, like, thread or like it got picked up by like the breastfeeding association of america and they fucking roasted the shit out of me do you think i knew what i was talking about i was 16 talking about breastfeeding like it was so fucking (laughs) random and now like when i see um you know like the movement furthering because really breastfeeding is a natural beautiful thing like you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want when i see the movement being furthered i get like a little bit of a pit because i was part of the problem (laughs) 
So I'm happy that I didn't stop them. I'm happy for you, too. I'm assuming your opinions have drastically changed. Look, I saw Olivia do it. I couldn't. It's a miracle. It's beautiful. Right, and it's every time your child. Go for it. My opinion no, obviously changed. Every time we're changed. with Olivia... Every time we're with Olivia and she like needs to breastfeed and she's like, you know, feeling like a little. Let me like, go oh, where to the go? other we're like, room. We're like, whip it out. Of course. Whip right it here. out. I'm going to be one of those moms too. Like you will not be able to stop looking at my titty. Like I will. I'm going to titty feed on the toast. Like legit. Yeah, no, there's, there's so much that like goes into the complexities of breastfeeding that if we also like shame women for it, like they just don't need one more thing to worry no. about when it comes to breastfeeding. I was a hundred percent part of the problem and obviously just like growing up like becoming older I realized like how wrong I was but then also really seeing Olivia like it's so gorgeously miraculous and like when she would like want to go to another room I'm like no stay like it really should be like you you should be able to be at a blackjack table you know feeding your kid like that's what it should be that natural so I'm all for the movement I just thought it was an interesting anecdote to remember my roots (laughs) Yes, definitely. Well, if you are watching the Golden Globes, which we still need to decide if oh. we are, um, you'll see this commercial, which it's a very big deal. Are they going to have a red carpet? Or are they all going to be like wearing masks walking on the carpet? I don't know. It might be too depressing no to watch. Yeah. Because like and masks also, we went- really don't go with, you know, ka We Yeah. And we went through the nominees a few while ago. I just like... I personally don't care. It's hosted by Amy Poehler and oh, that, Tina Fey. That makes me kind of Which I'm sure watch. will be good. I just, like, I don't know. This whole year, like, I've really, I mean, it's hard because this is, like, our whole show is just, like, talking about celebrities, but also mostly ourselves. Yeah. Um, I just, I can't with celebrities. No, and there is something about, like, these enormously, like, famous and wealthy people, like, getting into a room to congratulate one another, which is always, like, very out of touch. But after the year that America has been through, it's more out of touch than ever. Yeah. No, I was actually thinking about that because I was, like... I think I was doing a Peloton ride and it was Robin. She was like, this year has made every day, like heroes out of everyday people. Uh-huh. And I was, and like, of course, like our frontline workers, our nurses, like, do, like there should be an award show for like best yeah. nurse of the year. But also like the other people who were essential workers who were essential in keeping us all like fed. Truck drivers. Truck drivers, delivery men and women yep. who like deliver your Postmates and allow you to stay at home and like yep. isolate for six months because you're not worried about who's going to bring you your food. Like I want to see an award show for the delivery men and women of the world. You are so 100% on the nose. And that's why it's just like, oh, great. All these celebrities like like complimenting each other and giving each other awards. Like you guys didn't fucking do anything this year. You deserve nothing. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm good. So I, I don't think that I'm going to watch. Uh, me but maybe neither. we'll just like, we'll watch the highlights. It's the same night as Real Housewives of Atlanta. And that, that kind of takes, Bolo oh, takes that precedent. Takes, Bolo does take precedent. Well, you know what else takes precedent? Our movie recap, Toast Movie of the Week. Oh, this is our, our last recap, one. It's our last one. Our recap is brought to you by Snow. So Snow is a teeth whitener that we absolutely love. It whitens teeth in nine minutes a day. You see initial results after three days. I feel like sometimes with teeth whitening, you need to have so much patience. Like it takes so much time to do the process and then so much time to see the results. Not with Snow. They have over 500,000 plus happy customers and it's designed to be pain-free with people for people with sensitive teeth which is people like me because I'm sensitive everywhere and yeah. especially my teeth especially my in teeth your heart are, 
Oh, thanks. That's so beautiful. <laughs> they have spent over $1.4 million in research and development to create the strongest teeth whitening kit possible, and it comes with a six-month supply of whitening serum, so anytime your smile needs a touch-up, you are good to go. The power of a brighter smile can give you increased self-confidence. You can, you know, have the have the joie de vivre to get that promotion at yes. work, that second that second date look better on a zoom call like you're just your smile is gleaming it change, and it's the best it changes ever. everything like you're, you're the way you see the world yes so go to trysnow.com and use our code toast for 15 percent off your first order that is trysnow.com and use our code toast for 15 percent off we absolutely love it and we are always getting complimented on our smiles and we snow really is are. just one part of that equation and we absolutely love it i also get complimented on my body like all the time yeah as you should body yaddy yaddy Okay, ready for our movie recap. Toast movie of the week. We watched Coming to America, a movie that neither of us had seen, correct? Yep. And you know what? I had a million thoughts about the movie, but my first was like, damn, I thought Garcelle was the star. She didn't even say one word. I know. I thought the same thing too. And then- Just because um, the way that like on Housewives, they talked about it like, oh, she's- And so I thought she was going to be the love interest or at least like a royal- yeah, no, I thought the same thing, and then I realized, like, close towards the end, um, her role was pretty small, but still, like, a treat just to see her. She was so and the young. Cast was, the cast was so star-studded that it, it was, was... but the cast was also very small, because, as I found out in the credits, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall played, like, a million different characters between the two of them. Yes. I didn't realize that when I was watching it. So... I, on Amazon Prime, which I actually really like, if you pause, like I went to get a snack or something, it actually gives you like a little bubble of um, who's in this specific scene. So as yes. I'm about to press play, it said Eddie Murphy twice when they were in the barber shop, And it said Clarence Eddie Murphy, uh, Akeem Eddie Murphy. And I'm like, Clarence? And I realized that's the, the guy who's always talking about like how he met uh, Martin Luther King and he met... Um, Muhammad Ali. So I'm like, that, that was Eddie Murphy. I'm like, oh, damn. And then I realized that Eddie Murphy was playing other characters. I didn't know till the credits that Arsenio Hall was that singer at the, um, at the pageant. Me neither. I had no idea. And I, did, I, I could not, my jaw literally hit the floor when they showed that old Jewish man from the barbershop and it said uh, Eddie Murphy. Like, I was shocked I because know. I was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to come on the toast and say, I don't think I've ever seen such an accurate representation of like an old man from Queens, an old Jewish man from Queens. Like I thought it was so on the nose and I'm like, this guy is a great actor. Like, I wonder if he's actually Jewish. It turns out it's Eddie Murphy. Like I had no idea. Yeah, no, they did such a good job. I think there were so many elements of the movie that were so well done. And one of my favorite parts was like, I really feel like it captured the essence of like New York at the time. At the time, yes. And also, like, New York, you know, like, as we know, New York, not New York of uh, February 2021. Right. Um, It was just so good. When he walked home from his date and he was singing and there were all those people yelling out their windows for him to shut the fuck up, like, that's me. I'm, like, and that's you. Wait, like, are, you, we, like, are you the when, person singing or are you the person yelling? I'm the person yelling. Like, when yeah. there's construction in the apartment next door and you start, like, screaming at the top of your lungs. I've been but there. you also know they can't hear you. Yeah. Been there. Like, I just felt like... Everything about it was so on point. And that scene where, like, everybody's yelling at him, like, I literally was cracking up. I was like, that would be me. 
I was cracking up because I know the movie, he comes to America, obviously, and I assumed it was New York, but when they're deciding where to go and they choose Queens because he's looking for he's a, a queen, it was no, no, so it funny. Was... It was just like really like smart, funny humor and... But it was also like a beautiful love story. Like when they started dancing on that date, I was like going to cry. I'm like, this is so sweet. No, so sweet. I loved the character of Akeem. Like he was such a great man. He Everything he said was like a pearl of wisdom. No, 100%. And you would think like most of the movies that we watch about like royalty and then like the, the sun comes up and, you know, usually it's like he's spoiled and he would just want a woman who's right. going to do whatever he wants. But like he was so wise and... I just like even the scene when the the McDowell's, which by the way was, was so funny. So funny. McDowell's um got there was a a shooter in there and like he just was so valiant and right. brave. The shooter was a very young Samuel L. Jackson. I know. I I almost didn't recognize him. I know. I actually did recognize him, and I saw his name in the opening credits. So I was like waiting for him, and I was like, here's his moment. Me too. I saw his name in the opening credits, and I'm like, where is he? Yeah. Overall, so I just, it was I honestly it was so great. a also, joy to watch. A joy to watch. And the sequel is coming out imminently. So we're like so ready to watch it. Oh, actually, I just saw a story. I, I don't know what the movie's about. I have a feeling it's like him and his wife have a son. That's what I feel like it is. And then the son goes to America. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because, I, because the news story was that they nixed Michael Jordan. He was supposed to be, Michael B. Jordan was supposed to be in it. And he ended up just... It just didn't work out. And that would have made sense, like Michael B. Jordan as Eddie Murphy's son. Yes, but I saw that story too. and But I feel like they nixed like just the whole story idea of doing the same movie. Like, again, like with the son and, yeah, you know. No, so for, know. for me, what I, what I got out of the movie was like, I always knew how talented um, Eddie Murphy was in terms of comedy. But I feel like this movie and probably why it's was like his biggest movie and launched him to like a whole other stratosphere's fame is because it highlighted his talents beyond comedy, like acting, um, impressions. Like he just, he sang like he was so, um, good as an actor, as a comedian. Like he was just the, the movie just highlighted like his best talents. And, and, and I thought it was like, and I had so much more respect for Eddie Murphy after the movie Beyond just being a comedian, because it was really like what he did in that movie, playing a million different roles. When he's in the barbershop as himself, he's talking to himself as Clarence. He's talking to himself as the old Jewish man. Like, it's just it's a crazy level of talent. Yeah, I agree. I enjoyed it very much. Me too. So and that I enjoyed Toast... our our whole journey on Toast Movie of the, the Week. I did too. I think we picked such fabulous movies. I thoroughly enjoyed watching what was your every favorite? single one of them. Ooh, my favorite was, hmm. Mine was The Butler. The Butler. The Butler. Yeah. What was your least favorite? Oh. What did we watch? The Butler, Cinderella, Coming to America, and... I can't remember what the second week was. Let me... Me neither. I'm on my phone. What was Wait, it? Wait, like my brain is farting. Hold what on. I'll it? find out. It obviously wasn't memorable. No, obviously. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, it's bothering me so much. Like, no, what the I'm, hell? I'm going to our. I know Instagram. people listening to the podcast are like screaming it into are their phones. Screaming. What the hell um, did we watch? Hold on, little. Oh, actually, I really liked that little. But it, I really li- liked little. So, actually, what I really was your. 
I really liked it. I'm going to say something crazy. Like, I actually think my least favorite was Cinderella. I know. I'm going to say the same thing. Which is crazy because I remembered it so differently than it actually was. And, like, we had a great conversation about it and it was, like, super funny. But aside from seeing Whitney and Brandy together and just, like, seeing Whitney, it was just, like, this incredible experience. It, it was, I don't think it was as well done as it could have been. Yeah, but that's also because it was a TV movie. So it's like you're, you're the holding bar is up lower. against the butler, which yeah. was like a motion picture, like sickening, stunning Studio movie. budget. So, yeah, I just think we watched some really great movies. And so the one that was made for TV was just like not the best one. Yeah, but no, like the butler is one of those movies that like changed my life and like changed how 100%. I saw the world. And it was the like, I'm so, I can't believe I had never seen it. And that's on me. And I'm like so grateful to have seen that movie. And even though like, his story wasn't like it wasn't a hundred percent accurate. Like it was based off of someone, but it was highly fabricated. I like it was just such a stunning movie. I, I loved it so much. Like I, I can't. Pr- if you watch, if you haven't been keeping up, and there's one movie you want to watch, watch The Butler. It was incredible, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. This has been like a wonderful month of content due to all these movies, but The Butler was definitely my favorite. Yeah. So, oh my God, Jackie, you know what we forgot to do? Hmm. Friday, 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 gotta get gotta down, get on, down Friday. on Friday. Well, I mean, our singing is garbage when we're remote, so I think everyone I was probably grateful for that and was probably glad they didn't hear it and then now just heard it and is upset. I don't know. I feel like it's the highlight of people's days. I, I, I like to think it is. Yeah. Who you gave them don't some believe nice in sensible rules? Oh, so fucking good. So fucking good. This, uh, and by the way, when I say it was my least favorite, it was not bad by any means, and the soundtrack was a fucking 10 out of 10. I know. And, like, I don't think the soundtrack is on Spotify, and that's oh, something that that's needs a shame. to be corrected. Yeah. Someone has yeah. to answer for that. Yeah. No, it, it it's not right. Remember that time we did a Musical Monday Soul Cycle, and the And he played, played it from, like, a janky-ass YouTube video. Yes, and the quality was so bad, but we were still on the bikes, like, impossible. Yeah, and, mm, he, and mm. he was literally on the bike, and he was, like, he was literally saying what we're saying right now. He's, like, whoever didn't put this on, on Spotify, I'm, I'm li- he literally pulled it out from YouTube. It was the most scratchy-ass, like, low-quality shit I've ever heard in my life, but we were living for it. Yeah. Good Love times. to see it. Good times. I know you're so excited to get back to Soul Cycle. I'm so excited to get back in bed, you guys. I'm so unwell. The fact that I made it through this podcast like, is a testament to how, mu- how devoted how- I am to my craft. 100%. And we, and we truly thank you. You gave it your all. I think this was a fabulous, wonderful show. And um, now take care of yourself. Listen to your body. Oh, I'm listening. And Homegirl is ready to get back in bed. I understand. So Thank you guys for a fabulous week and a fabulous life you know <laughs> okay. thank you guys thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast the millennium morning show we tell the fast stories and you show everybody the friday youtube so watch this and you please subscribe and give us a video thumbs up we're also available as podcasts and we're podcasts we found so spotify itunes Stitcher, public radio i read a cast box wherever you listen fun podcasts beautiful sounding smart five stars have a good day have a good one bye